reflection, dedication, preparation. These are the pillars of our community here at Fantasy AA. Today, we prepare and we do a sharing circle. Welcome to the meeting. This is Fantasy Addicts Anonymous, the only AA that's not for quitters. I'm your fantasy football mentor, Antoine Weisslicker. Follow me on all social media at Weisslicker. Be true to thyself. Embrace your addiction. And as always, baby, earn your chip. In today's sharing circle, where we talk about whether or not we trust a player where they're currently going. We're going to profile a player, break them down, build them back up, and maybe tear them down again. Today's prospect that we're going to be speaking about is currently the running back 10 in ADP. And that we are talking of New England Patriots running back Ramondre Stevenson. Let's get into it. Now, like I said before, right now, Ramondre Stevenson is currently going as the running back 10. But do we trust this guy to be a top 10 running back? Now, when we talk about what he did last season, let's definitely talk about that. Because we don't want to forget what he actually did as far as, you know, his production last season, the things that he did on the field for the New England Patriots. So, last season, Ramondre Stevenson played all 17 games. He was fully healthy. He had a 210 rushing attempts for 1,040 yards. That's 5.0 yards per carry. So, that's five yards a carry he was dropping down here. He had 69 receptions. 69 receptions for 421 yards, six total TDs. His fantasy points per game was at 14.7, which again would have made him a top 10 running back. Now, there's a lot of people that come out and they say, man, these people copy paste. Of course, he finished. You know, his points per game would have been a top 10 running back, so we're going to put him at top 10 running back this year. But, again, this is the way he's being drafted. He's being drafted as a top 10 running back. And he finished last year as in PPR, in full-point PPR, as the overall running back seven. That's where he finished. So you can't blame people for putting him there um, right now as far as the running back position is concerned, the way it's being broken down here. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is one. Austin Eckler is two. Saquon is third. Him and Bijan are alternating there. Um Jonathan Taylor is fifth. Josh Jacobs is sixth. Nick Chubb, seventh. Derrick Henry, Tony Pollard, and then Ramondre Stevenson at 10. So currently that's where they're going. Uh, you could flip-flop some of these names, but that's where the where the ADP I'm sorry. I was reading the wrong 
I apologize. Let's let's go back here. Four point PPR. I was reading standard scoring. I, I apologize. So we're gonna move back here. Uh, it was Christian McCaffrey, Austin Eckler, Bijan Robinson, Jonathan Taylor, Saquon Barkley is fifth. Nick Chubb, Tony Pollard, Derrick Henry, and then Ramondre Stevenson. Again, like I said, those names are flip flopping. Whether you do standard or PPR, you you flip flopping some of those names, but that's the way it is in, in standard PPR. He is uh, running back nine. That is Ramondre Stevenson. Now, again, we're going off his profile from last year. They're looking at, you know, the fact that he caught 69 receptions. He did a damn good job on the ground. Um, when you look at what he did as far as things that we look at on this show, of course, we look at, you know, his opportunity share. 61%. We look at things like, you know, how many carries he was getting per game. Uh, he was looking at about 12.4 carries per game. He had 210 carries. We like that. We want people, to, we want our running backs to have over 200 carries. We want our running backs to be involved in the passing game. Those 69 receptions is what gets us done with that. We like the, our running backs to have targets. He had 89 targets. He's catching the majority of his targets. We like our running back to have red zone touches. He had 38 red zone touches, putting him mid-range as far as the running backs are concerned. I believe he was ranked 15th in that. We like him to have goal line carries. He had six goal line carries, um, which, again, we talked about it before. He had six total touchdowns. The more red zone opportunities and the more goal line touches you get, is what we look at. We want that to be the case there. We want you to get those those red zone opportunities. We want you to get those goal line opportunities because that means you have potential to get touchdowns. Even though touchdowns is not a predictive stat, we can never predict touchdowns. The more red zone and goal line touches you get, the, the more likely it is that you're going to score a touchdown. And that's what we like out of our, our running backs. Also, a great stat for... Uh, running backs is yards created per touch and Ramondre Stevenson was one of the top running backs in the league when it came to that he was top 10 in that category and it was 3.4 yards per touch that he created on his own and that's what you like man you like that elusiveness you like the tackle breaking skills um, out of your running back there so and then breakaway breakaway runs, he had 15 of them, which is almost one per game. You like that. You like that out of your running back um, because that breakaway runs are runs of 15 or more yards. So when they're getting those breakaway runs, that means they're getting into the open field. They're getting to that second and third level. And if you do one of those per game, you're looking at a very, very good season here. And again, He was really good. This guy was really good. As far as pure running, he's pretty good, man. His his tackles evaded last year, 113. That was almost six evaded tackles per game. He's good, man. He's good when it comes to running the ball. He's good. Now, again, with their 
banking on here and what most people are banking on is that he is going to continue to get 80, you know, 80 plus targets and get 60 plus receptions. That would again make him a top 10 running back. But again, we got to look at every angle. We got to drill down and we got to look at what happened last year that could have helped him get this way. So, first off, we had Matt Patricia calling the plays. Matt Patricia is a defensive coach. He's not an offensive coach. So, him calling the plays, because the offense was very vanilla, there was a lot of checkdowns, a lot of passing to the running back out of the backfield, which is good for Ramondre Stevenson in that particular aspect. But we no longer have Matt Patricia calling plays here. Bill O'Brien is calling plays here. Now, Bill O'Brien has a long history in college as well as the NFL. This guy has been an offensive coordinator for Georgia Tech. He's been an offensive coordinator for for the Patriots before in 2011. He's been a head coach of Penn State. He's been a head coach of the Houston Texans for a long period of time. I think about six years before he got fired for making a stupid-ass trade and giving up (laughs) DeAndre Hopkins for peanuts. He was also the offensive coordinator for Alabama the last two years. Now, with that being said, I went back and I looked at every single offense that Bill O'Brien has been in charge of and how they liked to utilize the running back position. Had to do that research. Now, Bill O'Brien is very, very good at using his running backs to their strengths. Meaning, yes, he will allow a running back to be a receiving back. He will allow a running back to be a pure runner. He will do what it takes. Whatever the strengths are of said running back, he will do that. And we looked at that going back to his years at Georgia Tech. Of course, Georgia Tech has always been one of those schools that runs that option heavy. They like to run a lot of uh, three and four running backs or two and three running backs. Their quarterback running as well. So four different rushers coming out of that backfield. And that's what he did back in 2001-2002. Great. But we'll fast forward a bit to 2011 when he had the Patriots team that had Wes Welker, Rob Gronkowski, Aaron Hernandez all on the same team. He still cycled through three running backs. They were 17th in rushing attempts. They were third in passing attempts. Tom Brady was getting the ball out to these, to, to Wes Welker, to Gronk, and to Aaron Hernandez. They had a really good offense at that particular point. I believe they went 13-3. and three. Now, again, he cycled through those running backs. None of them had more than 35 targets. None of them. None of them had more than 20 receptions. But, again, when you have that level of talent, 
in the receiving game, you're not going to have, you know, your running backs catch a lot of passes. This has been the case throughout the entirety of Bill O'Brien's coaching career. He has always had a good receiving option that you don't have to throw the ball to your running backs. When he was at Penn State, he had Allen Robinson on the team who was really good in college. 1,000 yards, both seasons that uh, Bill O'Brien was there. Although, Allen Robinson got those, those receiving yards, Bill O'Brien did lean heavily on the run, but his running backs still were not involved in the passing game. He gets the head coaching job for the Texans. His first year, he has Arian Foster on the team. Now, we know Arian Foster was a dual threat running back. This guy could run the ball, and he could receive out of the backfield. He was really good. But the 2014 season, when Bill O'Brien got hired, this was Arian Foster's last good year. And he split time with Alfred Blue. Alfred Blue was actually on his team for a long time. <laughs> but Arian Foster had 59 receptions and 38 receiving receptions. 38 receptions. So 59 targets, 38 receptions. And this is coming from a guy who was a great dual threat back. In 2015, Bill O'Brien's offense, they cycled through four running backs because Arian Foster was hurt. So they kept having to cycle through. But none of these running backs saw 30 targets and 20 receptions. None of them. Again, we're still going back to that. In 2016, that's when they brought over Lamar Miller. Lamar Miller and Alfred Blue, they were the two running backs that he used. But neither of them saw 40 targets or 30 receptions. 2017, Lamar Miller in the backfield by himself. Alfred Blue was on the injured list a lot there. But Lamar Miller saw 45 targets, 36 receptions. In 2018, Alfred Blue returns. Lamar Miller, him and Alfred Blue, you know, sharing targets. This was the first year that Deshaun Watson was the starter. Neither of those backs saw 40 targets or 30 receptions. In 2019, Carlos Hyde came over as the runner. He was the primary runner. Duke Johnson was the primary receiving back. 62 targets and 44 receptions for Duke Johnson in that offense. But again, it was split. Carlos Hyde did all the running. Duke Johnson did all the receiving. When Duke Johnson was on the field, you knew that they were going to throw the ball to him. He was in for pass protection. You knew they were going to throw the ball or, or he was going to get the ball thrown to him. In 2020, it was David Johnson and Duke Johnson who split. Again, another guy in there in David Johnson who was a good dual threat back. Duke Johnson, the primary receiving back. But neither one of these guys, when you had the two backs on the field there, neither one of those guys got 50 targets or 35 receptions. 
they were 31st in running attempts at that particular point in time. This was after they traded away DeAndre Hopkins. This was the last year that Bill O'Brien was there because he got fired. He moves on to Alabama. He has Brian Robinson Jr., who put up massive numbers, massive numbers in the backfield. I think he had over 1,300 yards. He had 35 receptions. And then in 2022 for Alabama, Bill O'Brien had Jameer Gibbs in his backfield, and he had 44 receptions. No running back in a Bill O'Brien offense has had more than 44 receptions. And this is dating all the way back to to the year 2001. To the year 2001, no running back in a Bill O'Brien offense has seen more than 44 receptions. And mind you, again, we're talking about guys who are known for being dual threat backs. Arian Foster, Duke Johnson, David Johnson, Jameer Gibbs. These guys are known for being dual threat receiving backs. And none of them in a Bill O'Brien offense has gotten more than 44 receptions. Now, let's rewind again to last season. What happened that allowed Ramondre Stevenson to get 69 receptions? I'll tell you exactly what happened here. The New England Patriots brought in Ty Montgomery to be their receiving back to take over from James White departing. Ty Montgomery suited up for week one, didn't make it through the entire game, injured reserve, missed the rest of the season. Ty Montgomery is still on his roster to play the role that they wanted him to play in the first place. Bill O'Brien is known for splitting time with his backs. Every single backfield that has been under Bill O'Brien, multiple backs have been involved. No matter where he's been, no matter what he's done, multiple backs have been involved. With Arian Foster being as good as he was, Still had Alfred Blue breathing down his neck. Splitting carries with him. As good as Jameer Gibbs and Brian Robinson was in Alabama, they still had guys splitting with them. I am not telling you that Ramondre Stevenson isn't going to be good for fantasy this year. I am telling you guys to curve your enthusiasm a bit. Even the experts that are are doing projections don't even project him as a top 10 back. This is what they have him listed as what they believe he's going to do. 217 rushing attempts for 999 yards. We'll give him 1,000 yards. Six touchdowns on the ground. They got him down for 56 receptions. 
for 400 yards, two touchdowns through the air. So that's what their projections are for him. I mean, again, that's low end. They're trying to keep it keep it casual. That's that's what they think of is is gonna be like his floor, right? I think that receiving number is a bit high. Again, we just talked about no running back in a Bill O'Brien offense since the year two thousand and one. So we're talking 20 years. No running back in a Bill O'Brien offense has seen more than 44 receptions. Could Ramondre Stevenson be the first? He could. He could. He most certainly could. But, again, with these projections, they're not even projecting him to be a top 10 running back. They got Christian McCaffrey. Austin Eckler, Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, Jonathan Taylor, B. John Robinson, Saquon Barkley, Tony Pollard, Josh Jacobs, Brees Hall, Joe Mixon, Travis Etienne, Aaron Jones. All listed above them. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen running backs. With their projections, are projecting better than Ramondre Stevenson, but Ramondre Stevenson is being drafted as a top ten running back. We got to look out for this. We got to curve our enthusiasm a little bit here on the receiving numbers. The same way I told you guys a few weeks ago. Uh, to curve your enthusiasm on the B. John Robinson uh, projections as far as his receiving is concerned. you got to take a look at those things because in the offenses that they are playing in, history does not show that they will, you know, exceed those numbers. We're going by a little bit of history. Could Ramondre Stevenson be the first to break 44 receptions in a Bill O'Brien offense? He most certainly can. But again, we here at Fantasy AA, we go by things that are probable, not just possible. And with that being said, I'm going to see you guys on the next one. Be true to thine self. Embrace your addiction. And as always, baby, earn your chip. I'm out.